Also, we had the incredible privilege today to learn Meseches Yivam's Dav Chav Ches. Our discussion today actually began on Dav Chav Zayin Mabez, where we began with an interesting case of Beza Chayos Yivamos. So remember again, we had the following situation where our classic case, Reuben, Shimon, and Levi, three brothers, Reuben and Shimon married to two sisters, Rachel and Leah. Reuben and Shimon pass away. So now, Haloch Lamaisa, Levi is left with two sisters who are Yivamos. Right? So remember, again, we know the classic halacha is, he's not permitted to marry them, he has to do chalitza with each of them. Remember, again, that's because we pass in yesh zeka, and therefore, again, each of these women, he has a marital bond with two sisters, and therefore, yibum becomes an impossibility. Well, what happens if one of them passes away? Can he then do yibum with the remaining wife? So this is a machlokes, well, I should say, it's a difference of opinion. Rav says, halacha yes, if either one of them passes away, by definition, is permitted to go out and do yibum with the surviving yivam, with the, with the remaining yivama. Rabbi Yochanan says it depends who passes away. If Rachel, who was the first wife to come into the yibum pool, if she passes away, he's not allowed to only work the opposite. If Leah, the second wife to come into the yibum pool, passes away, then he could do yibum with Rachel. Why? Because Rachel was initially permitted. Remember again, in this case, Reuben and Shimon are not dying at the same time. But instead, Reuben passes away, which means Rachel falls to Yibum, and then Shimon passes away. Shabbi Yochanan says like this, there was a point in time where, where it was permitted for Rachel to do Yibum with Levi, or for Levi to do Yibum with Rachel, because there was no one else in the Yibum pool. Then, after Shimon passes away, and Leah, her sister, comes into the Yibum pool, then Yibum becomes Aser. But if Leah passes away, then Rachel returns to her original permitted state. However, again, when it comes to a situation of where Rachel, the first wife, passes away, right, the first Yivama passes away, ultimately that will not allow Levi to do Yibum with Leah. And the reason for that is because Leah never enjoyed the permissibility of Yibum. Because for the moment that she became eligible for Yibum, the moment she kind of fell into the Yibum pool, Halacha Lamaisa, she was precluded from doing Yibum because of Achos Zikuka. Therefore, even though Rachel now dies, it does not render her eligible for Yibum. Or in other words, Kuntra B'yohanan, your Yibum eligibility is solidified and concretized at the moment that you fall for Yibum. The moment that, the, the moment that you become a widow. So in, in Leah's case, the moment she became a widow, she she was un- ineligible for Yibum because Rachel was or her sister was already in that Yibum pool. Whereas Rachel, the moment she became a widow, she was eligible for Yibum because Leah wasn't yet there. Only subsequently Leah was introduced. So the Gemara goes back and forth and has this discussion. Ultimately, we saw that the Rambam Paskins like Rabbi Yochanan. And therefore, Allah Chalamais in this case, where Ruven passes away, leaves Rachel, Shimon passes away and leaves Leah, and they are sisters. And there's Levi, one surviving brother. So if they're both alive, Levi has no choice but to do Chalitza. What happens if they pass away? If Leah, the second wife to fall for Yibum, passes away, then ultimately, again, he's permitted to do Yibum with Rachel. Because Rachel enjoyed a, enjoyed a window of permissibility for Yibum. But Allah, if Rachel were to pass away, he still could only do Yibum with Chalitza. Since again, at the moment that Leah became a widow, she was ineligible for Chalitza. That ineligibility remains with her. The Gemara then went on to go through the various cases of the Mishnah. This was pretty much the rest of the Daf, where the Gemara was explaining that Halacha Lamaisa, we've learned every single one of these cases before, right? We've seen every single one of these cases before. And therefore, why does the Mishnah need to repeat them? While it's true that in the previous cases, they were often illustrated with one brother, 
Here they're being illustrated with two brothers, but their core concepts are the same, to which the Gemara explains in each and every one of the cases that halacha lemaisa, that halacha lemaisa, there's some nuance, right? There's some, there's some, there's some different piece. There's some different element ultimately in this case that is unique that requires the Mishnah to repeat. I will say that is a, a little bit of an abbreviated summary of Ahmed Bey's. We went through it rather quickly, but that's ultimately what was happening there. Tomorrow, we pick up at the Mishnah Chav Chesim and wishing everyone a wonderful day.